Good evening, starlings, and welcome to the second episode of A Spell for Wellness. My name is Chelsea, and I will be your host. Tonight's episode is going to be talking about self-care, and specifically, we are going to be discussing five steps that you can take to start your day off on the right foot. Before we get into that, I just want to take a moment to thank each and every one of you that listened to my first episode. I had several of you reach out to me, and you were very kind. (laughs) Um, I received a lot of positive feedback about the pace and about my voice in particular, which was kind of nice. So I just want to say thank you. I was really unsure about this. I had wanted to do it for a long time and sort of just dove in. And the the volume of people that listened to me talk about myself for 10 minutes (laughs) made me feel very good, but also um, gave me some some motivation to continue forward. So I, I want to say thank you and I appreciate all of your feedback and your kind words. And I am so excited to be here with our second episode. Uh, so without further ado, uh, five steps to start your day off on the right foot. The first step being with the very first thing that happens to most of us in the morning is our alarm going off. So the first thing you don't want to do is snooze your alarm. And I'm sure that you have all heard this before, that it's not a good idea. Um, So I'm just going to give you a little bit of insight as to why it isn't a good idea and why when that alarm goes off, you should get up in the morning. So firstly, your body has a natural sleep and wake cycle. And you actually start the waking process about two hours before your body actually wakes up. And by hitting the snooze button, you trick your body into thinking that you are going to go back to sleep. And so it sort of reverts back to the process of getting you to deep sleep. And so when that alarm goes off again in 10 minutes, you experience this lovely little phenomenon called sleep inertia, which is basically like a sleep hangover that will last the rest of your day. Uh, This is especially true if you are already chronically sleep deprived. So if you are working double shifts, or if you are a new parent, or if you are like me and you have a toddler who just does not like to sleep, uh, hitting your snooze button can be the worst possible thing you do to start your day. Also, regular use of hitting the snooze button, if you are the type of person that hits your snooze button every single day, you know that you are going to hit the snooze button at 6 a.m., you're going to hit it at 6.10, and you are going to hit it until it is 6.30. Your brain starts associating your alarm with going back to sleep instead of waking up. So at that point, you are pretty much wasting the entire intention of an alarm. (laughs) Um, Your brain's pretty much like, what's the point of an alarm if I'm not actually going to get up with it? So 
Number one, do not snooze your alarm when it goes off. One of the best things I've found um, is hit the alarm and sit up. Just ease your body into a sitting position because something about that forward motion engages your body. And it's that first difficult step of the morning to say, okay, I'm awake. Let's get moving. Step two. In today's day and age, most of us have smartphones. Most of us use our phones as an alarm. Do not look at your phone. I repeat. Step two, do not look at your phone. There's, again, most of us have smartphones. There's a lovely button on the side that will turn off your alarm without you having to actually look at the screen. And there's a reason you shouldn't look at the screen as soon as you wake up. You see notifications pop up on your phone. You see comments, you see likes, you see emails, and these can trigger unnecessary stress um, responses from your body that say, oh, I need to respond to this email. Oh, this person left me this message. I need to get back to them. And it's this very aggressive alertness that our bodies are not meant to experience in those those first waking moments of the day. We also sort of fall into a rhythm when we look at our phones. You start scrolling and you see, oh, I have a Facebook alert. I'm going to look on Facebook and see who commented on this post. And then I saw something that I thought was funny, so I'm going to look at that. And before you know it, you're lying in bed for 15 minutes scrolling through Honestly, things that don't really matter and that you don't need to start your day off with. You are also training your brain to be distracted throughout the day. Anytime you pick up your phone, one thing leads to another, leads to another, and it's that dopamine hit that you're you're getting. You see somebody liked what you posted. You see somebody commented, and that's just a whole nother world because somebody actually wanted to say something about something that you posted on social media. And we're all guilty of it. Um, But by taking ourselves out of that cycle and saying, I'm not going to look at my phone until I get to work. I'm not going to look at my phone until I've had a minute to myself. You allow your brain to ease into this this new day with these new possibilities and this new to-do list instead of bombarding it first thing in the morning with, frankly, a lot of garbage. And so I can't stress enough how important it is to allow yourself to take in the parts of your day that are important and meaningful to you on a personal level before you start diving into the social social media realm. Um, so that's number two. Don't look at your phone. You don't need it at five o'clock in the morning. That's when I wake up <laughs> every day. Don't look at your phone first thing in the morning. Um, number three, you're out of bed. 
you've turned off your alarm, or maybe you're not even out of bed yet, you're sitting on the edge of the bed. I don't know if you all sleep with a glass of water next to your bed, I have to have water next to my bed because I wake up in the middle of the night and I feel like my throat is a desert. So first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is take a giant gulp of water. And this is really good for several reasons. One, um, by putting something into your body, you are triggering your metabolism to start. You are getting your body ready to start consuming things, to start bringing in nutrients. And that physical act of swallowing starts to wake your body up a little bit. And while you're sitting there, even if you're on the edge of the bed, start stretching. Just engage your body and really pay attention to where you're stiff, where that stretch feels particularly good. And just notice the movements of your body while you're sitting on the edge of the bed or as you stand up and really take that time to stretch and hydrate. And one thing that I have found recently that has been incredibly helpful for me has been taking five minutes in the morning as soon as I wake up to sit on the edge of my bed and just be there. And you can call it meditation. You can call it sitting with yourself. You can call it zoning out into space for five minutes. But taking that time to just wake in the stillness gives your brain, your body, your being the opportunity to come to center with the rest of the world. So step step three, water, stretch, and meditate. Take the time. Take the time that you would normally use to look at your phone for 15, 20 minutes and use it to able your body. Use it to become able-bodied and just settle in and get ready for step four, which is eat. A lot of us wait so long to have breakfast. A lot of us don't even have breakfast. And there is a reason that experts across the country, dietitians, doctors, psychologists, psychiatrists, will tell you breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And it is because it literally is like putting gas in the tank. Your car will not run without gas. So why would your body run without fuel? And it doesn't have to be this extravagant breakfast. It doesn't have to be bacon and eggs and toast. If it is, that's awesome because it's delicious. But even just getting up and having a piece of toast, a piece of fruit with some peanut butter, a a carbohydrate with a protein, or a fat with a protein, or ultimately a fat and a protein and a carbohydrate together to get your body ready to take on the day. It gets your metabolism metabolism moving. It gets your body ready. It gets your brain ready to start taking things in and really moving forward with your day. And it's amazing if you pay attention 
how much you wake up after that first meal, after you first put some food into your body. And for the coffee drinkers out there, take that time to sit and eat. And at this point, we're still, we are still not looking at our phones. (laughs) Our phones are still away, but we are taking that time to enjoy what's in front of us, to enjoy the silence. And if you are like me, which I'm assuming a lot of you who listen are, because a lot of you know me, you don't get a lot of quiet time. You don't get a lot of time to yourself. And so those moments, first thing in the morning, where you can sit and you can have some breakfast and you can enjoy that cup of coffee or that cup of tea or that glass of water or whatever it is that is your routine for the morning. But enjoying that without distraction and really taking in the fact that you are nourishing your body. You are feeding this vessel that has carried you up until this point. And if you can look at it from that direction and see, I'm doing this good for my body. I'm doing this good for my brain. I'm doing this good for my soul. That doesn't have to be a spiritual thing. I know a lot of you who who know me who have listened to this are not spiritual, are not religious. This is just good science. Your body needs these things. So give your body what it needs. And so my final point, um, my my step five for your day, now our, we'll briefly go over. Step one, don't snooze your alarm. Step two, do not look at your phone. Step three, water, stretch, and meditate. Step four, eat. Once you've done all those things, at this point, you're pretty awake, especially if you've had coffee. If you're me, you've had two cups of coffee. Sit down with a pen and a piece of paper or a journal or a sticky note or whatever and physically write out an affirmation for your day. And this can be something very simple. This can be, I am going to have a good day today. It can be, I am going to practice patience today. Or it can be something a little more involved. It can be, Today, I am going to be my best self. Today, I am going to be my truest self. And today, I am going to walk with grace, intention, and purpose. And physically writing out those words, having them on a piece of paper in front of you, written from your own hand, seeing your handwriting, it's like writing a contract with yourself and saying, I took the time to write this and now I'm going to put it into practice. Now I am going to do the things I need to do to be this best version of myself today. And if we can follow these steps or a variation thereof, I firmly believe that we are capable and very able of creating this peaceful state of mind without the stress that we go into every single day, especially now, especially with everything that's happening. Life is stressful. 
And if we can do these little things, make these little adjustments in our day to make them just a little bit easier, to give ourselves a little bit of a break, to be patient with ourselves, to be kind to ourselves, because that's a big thing too. We are so hard on ourselves about everything and so much is out of our control. But what we do have, what we can control is where our day begins. And so with that, I urge you, encourage you to try these five steps for a week. Commit yourself to a week, not snoozing your alarm. Don't look at your phone right away. Drink some water, stretch, take a mental break for five minutes, have some breakfast, and write a sentence or two about who you want to be that day, about what you want for yourself. And let me know. Tell me how it goes. I would love to know. I would love to hear from you. Because I think it's really important for us to take care of ourselves and to embrace self-care from a much deeper understanding than a lot of us have. So I want to thank you all again for joining me, for being here with me for this podcast, for listening to my first episode and hopefully listening to this one and the ones that follow. I am so grateful to each and every one of you. May your life be filled with love. May you be blessed. May you be healthy. And with that, I am the Wellness Witch from A Spell for Wellness. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next Wednesday for your weekly Wednesday wellness. Have a good night. Bye-bye.